0: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
3: Welcome to the Merge Boot Podcast.
4: It seems today that all you see is Survivor on Paramount Plus and podcasts on your phone. But you better be ready. I'm Joel Edmerson. I'm Cody Crane. We all want to talk about Survivor yeah yes okay hello um uh, we're here we're drafting our uh our friggin um t- fantasy teams for season 42 of survivor cody are you excited
3: Th- yeah i'm so excited it, it almost seemed like you didn't know what we were gonna do today <laughs>
4: I didn't plan out What I was gonna say, so I added a friggin' in there while I I, that's, I remembered that I wanted the, to say called the J Baruchel Improv Comedy School. I have I haven't watched <laughs> la- last one laughing yet, but I have heard that he says fucking a lot for no reason on the on the show. I think that's just
3: him. I uh, I think he proved it on the set of Goon, and now
4: that's just his style. Mm-hmm. Well. Um, so, uh, we have a couple of guests here who have, who as always have joined us for our, uh, our, our fantasy drafts, please. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll introduce them one by one. Ryan, Ryan Quinn is here. Ryan, how's it going?
2: Oh, it's going real well. It's, uh, happy to be here. Uh, happy to hopefully make some fantastic picks tonight. Mm -hmm. Love this cast me Love too me, folks it's uh it's an honor and a privilege and i'm chuffed
3: you you should say introduce him as past winner he won last season reigning and champion a, and did he not win the uh, season 40 we don't need to we don't need to discuss that far back but pretty
2: pretty great record overall yeah if i may mm-hmm. it, it's getting too good
4: <laughs> um and uh, as always, we have frequent guest and um, COVID denier Chris George.
1: Yeah, yeah. Hey, you yeah friggin' uh, yeah. How did I do, Joel? Was that was a good, good intro? And by <laughs> And when I when
4: I call you a COVID denier, it's not that you reject the idea that COVID exists. It's that you are you have COVID and you are and
1: I've been denied entry to yes. the the actual podcasting. So I'm yeah. I'm hidden away. At home, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Chris, do well, you like the cast? Uh I do. You, you know what? I I think in I think season forty one I liked more just for my initial impressions. But you know, I'm ready to be proven wrong. I'm ready to drop the four minus a one mm-hmm. and and it be Survivor one again. Yeah. So. <laughs> Or is he gonna say, drop the four, keep the two? It's we're in the Australian outback, outback, and then the and then the, the the backdrop's gonna fall down behind them, yeah, and they're gonna actually be in Australia, not Fiji.
2: And then uh, we got a great reward challenge where Keith Famey shows up in a boat. <laughs> <laughs> we do get game advice from Keith Fami. teaches
4: <laughs> teaches them how to make uh, fried green tomatoes. Yeah, <laughs> i so. I'm really excited for this uh, fantasy today. So, yeah, we did our cast assessment last week and we uh, got our initial impressions out there. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we don't have to spend too much time introducing ourselves to in the past. We've used this as a cast assessment, but we're just going to we might rush through a couple of them. But uh, we're, we're, we'll are we're we'll have a conversation about every single pick. Eh?
3: Well, yeah, of course, because Ryan and Chris weren't a part of that. And we've done a little more research than last time, which I had no research. Yeah, last I'm time. just looking at it. And saying, "Uh, I
4: don't know."
1: <laughs>
4: hey, Cody was like, Cody was like, it'll be fun. It will get my first impressions as it happens." I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> it's a lot of reading. Yeah, that's what people want. They want someone to read to them. No, it was a, it was a good episode. We had a lot of good feedback. Um, but uh, today we'll we'll talk even more about the uh, who we like and yeah. and we'll yeah. we'll we'll all give our winner picks at the end of the. The draft as well
3: so what we have here is a snake draft like we did in a previous year um and previous years so basically how it's going to go is the picks are in this order as randomly generated beforehand joel ryan chris cody and then it will snake so far and so forth um, so I think we should just jump right into it and get started because this is probably going to be a bit of a long one.
4: Mm-hmm. So my first pick, you've you got a lot are, of
1: pressure. There's you, no David Voce to, to grab.
4: I know uh, you guys are going to think <laughs> this is nuts, but he's not a first round pick, but I think he's a second round pick <laughs> and you got to get him now. And so I have to get him down because he's the one I most want on my team uh and i'm picking mike turner
1: Hulk oh mike. my good, cody freaking called it
3: <laughs> <laughs> mike nope. turner let's get a round table here for uh mike turner and joel you can go last because you're going to be tooting this guy's horn the most i love him uh, so much
1: <laughs> uh chris wh- what do you think about this pick um mike was in my bottom four Choices. So this tracks for Joel picks because that was also <laughs> David Voce last season. Uh, I have no doubt that uh, Joel will be picking the rest of the four as this <laughs> draft proceeds. <laughs> I think. I mean, I like. I, I think he's funny. I, I like his. I, I like his accent. Um, that's all I got to say about Mike. I'm sorry. I just know I'm gonna love him. I okay. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. I, we're going out of order.
4: Ryan, what are you thinking?
2: Yeah, Mike was, uh, Mike was in my bottom one. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, listen, I can't get behind Mike thinking Boston Rob is still the metric for how to play a really great game of Survivor. <laughs> right? I, I, I'm out on, uh, I'm very much out on Mike Turner, I think. Oh my
4: gosh. <laughs> could have saved, uh, Cody, was he your first or second pick?
3: Uh no he's 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 a mid- <laughs> he's I got him a little bit higher than I think everyone else does because I, I, mean, I
4: think love we love him
3: we love yeah, him I think we got a character here but he's around the middle um I definitely think you could have got him in the eighth round
4: oh yeah darn you could well have anyway you know what I think it's I think it's 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 on brand for me to pick Mike Turner first okay that's why I did it and I uh, you guys know I don't really give a shit about fantasy. I don't do this to win. I do it so I, I can root for the people I want to root for. That's and, true. And number we, one is see the scores Turner for me. The scores uh, result in pretty much exactly that. See, you're, you're talking trash, but I do, I'm not competitive about this, so it doesn't bother me.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's just that it sucks that the people you want to root for the most are out
4: so early. It, it does disappoint me. <laughs> you're right.
2: No, I think that's it, a really... It is, it is disappointing. <laughs> I
1: mean, I mean, I hope Mike Turner goes far for you, Joel. Um, I, I know you guys were mentioning that you hoped he would be the Brad Reese of the season, and I, I think uh, that's a, a lofty name to live up to. But
4: well, I know he in his profile he mentioned Boston Rob, but in his interview with Mike Bloom, he mentions uh, how he wants to play like Ty and Tony.
1: So that means we got an idol hunter on our in our midst. That's true. I did like when he said, oh, I, th- I like Ty, even though he flip flopped. I I don't think he really he really felt like he but he it was he wasn't he wasn't justifying that the flip flop was strategically accurate. He was like, Ty really felt loyal to both sides. And that's what I want to do. Feel really loyal to both sides and and be completely split every time.
4: What I like about Mike, though, is that he seems to just like want to, and and I I'm not I'm not arguing that this is good strategy. I'm arguing that I just want to see it. Um, that, uh, he, he seems to be this kind of tough exterior guy and, uh, and kind of funny voice and all this stuff. But he, 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 the reason he admires Ty is because Ty has such a big heart and feels so bad when he blindsides people and blah, 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 like just wants to make people happy that sort of way. And, uh, and Mike's just out there to, uh, to discover himself, like have a, to, to find himself is is a is a fun a fun thing to track i think and again i don't i he's not my winner pick i just want him on my team and i would you, be heartbroken you if he wasn't you, on my team you
3: made sure there.
4: that he's on your team and you definitely
3: did that right now yep and i mean yeah i think um, ryan and i were looking at everyone uh very closely before this and uh we were saying that mike is has to be in like the top three i think for uh like strength as the males go um as it seems like that's not a big casting choice for this season
4: yeah not Um, a lot not a lot of brawn and not a lot of beauty not a lot of beefy beefy boys oh there's a lot of beauty
2: i think there's quite a bit of beauty in this cast oh
4: really i think i mean not that there there's (laughs) there's more there's more people who are (laughs) cute than hot if we're going by the lj thing there's more cute than hot Am I right about that? The classic LJ meter. Okay. Mm.
2: I think every person in this cast is actually incredibly hot.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. every yeah. person looking at their face has made me feel things that I have never felt before. Well, hopefully. Sore sure throat, diarrhea.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: this cast gave me COVID.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm wondering if uh, Ryan's pick will make him feel things right now.
2: Uh, my, <laughs> It does make me feel make me feel things uh listen i'm taking it slightly different uh strategy than joel i'm picking players who i think will get me maybe a lot of points (laughs) maybe who will allow me to do well in this draft and overall um i'm gonna i'm gonna go first pick i'm gonna go jenny kim oh
1: Right. And the, there is a resounding silence, Bid even even a, even larger than when Voce was chosen.
2: <laughs> really? Are we all I, out? Are we all out? I don't on Jenny? think
1: you needed to do that first round, dude. Yeah.
2: Are we all I out? Like on her, Jenny? I like her, but Joel, know. why don't you kick this one off? Uh, Jenny, Jenny seems
4: Jenny seems like cool, and she's probably a great person, but I don't know that she's. I just, I see her butting heads with people early on. I see her as a pre-merged boot. Um, she just, uh, I think she 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 wants to be a leader. And uh, I don't know if there's there's a lot of strong personalities on her tribe that I, I don't know that everyone's going to be like susceptible to her as a leader and she can be. Well, Habok and Mike is on the same tribe. So we have two
1: Vati right in a row. Yeah, you're just worried that she and, she's going to take all the focus away from Mike, which, you know, she might. Hey, again, I I don't want to sound like I'm
4: being negative about her. I can't wait to see her on the island. Uh, She's going to be a great TV, but uh, I I, I just, I I didn't think that she was going to do well in the game. See, for me, I'd be more worried that she's not going to be great TV. I'd be
3: more worried that this is more of a, uh, she seems great, she seems nice and everything like that. Um, And she had a couple lines in her video. But overall, I'm not seeing someone that pops off the screen to me that I'm going to see a lot during the show. But it is someone that could potentially win. So I think that there is that potential there.
1: Yeah, what what I do like about about her is that in her her little video, she said, like, oh, I come from a very perfectionist family. Like, everything had to be perfect. And I know coming out here, it won't be perfect, but I'm still going to, like make my way through it. So I, I like that sort of uh, can-do attitude, but she wasn't necessarily on my radar. Once Mike was removed, she was in my bottom four. Once <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Mike was removed.
3: Wow. Um, well, all right, Chris, let's see who's in your top. Well, I want to hear
1: Ryan, well, yeah, well, Ryan say never, why, right. he, why he picked her. No, yeah, we, I mean, I think, <laughs> lot, I, th-
2: I think there's a lot of upside to Jenny. Uh, she's a metal worker good with her hands, eye for detail. I mean, I, I just don't see Jenny as anyone outwardly threatening, but someone who can hold her own in every aspect of, of the game. Um, I love that she's self-aware of her, her leadership tendencies and she wants to examine those and take a different approach to it. Um, I'm, I'm really excited to watch Jenny this season.
1: Yeah, I, do. I'm, I wonder how her tribe dynamic will... That, m- one of the reasons why I wasn't interested in her is because I'm not sure if she'll be a large part of the tribe dynamic at the very beginning or if she'll get uh, pushed to the sidelines soonish. So So that was my hesitancy on her. But you know what? Ryan Quinn uh, has won this bracket, this tournament, two years in a row now. So, yeah. uh and we've chuckled a lot over your
3: yeah. picks.
2: We all have I'm, all I'm saying is if you're listening to this podcast and the premiere has not aired yet, and you have two hundred dollars, <laughs> go put two hundred dollars on Jenny Kim <laughs> to win this season of survivor. you you I have, will
1: and if you're listening to this podcast and you'd like to take that bet, I will give you three to one odds.
3: i I think that historically, though, Ryan, what's caused you to win is that you're late. Picks have been your big hitters.
2: <laughs> is that a fact? A, a is draft <laughs> yeah,
3: Erica was one of your last picks.
2: That that is true. Mm-hmm. I think I think Tony was a late pick yeah. for me as well. Oh, Tony yeah. was a late pick. You yeah. got no, Tony no. Late.
4: I I remember in particular from that draft. Tony, oh, was, Tony your was second. Eighth. Yeah, Tony was, was second. Your second. Yeah, and I wanted, and that's that's why I picked Mike first this time because I didn't want to make that mistake again. I didn't, that, I that, didn't scarred, that scarred Joel to the point where he had to take Hoboken Mike first overall.
2: <laughs> well, we've got quite a few Tonys or Tony admirers in this cast. So I think you may be able to fill up a team of Tonys. Yeah, you got Island <laughs> of the Tonys here.
1: Uh, Chris, where are you going for your first pick?
2: All well, of them are on the
3: board for all, you. So. All of
1: them are on the board. I am thrilled that I'm getting this person. I hope I am pulling this person out of Cody's grasp. Uh, because Cody had the audacity to rig this draft order and serves him right. Because I am so excited to root for and cheer on my girl, Marianne. She, w- she was pretty high for me. The Ajax assassin. You heard it here first.
3: That was someone that was, I'll, I'll kick this one off. That was someone that was pretty high for me. I I like Marianne a lot. I think that uh, she, she really pops in the interviews that I've seen so far. And uh, yeah, I, I'm really excited. Out of the Canadians on this show um, this season, this is the Canadian I wanted.
4: Uh, yeah, I think she has a lot of personality. And uh, uh, she's going to be really fun out there. And I can't wait to see her on that that old TV screen every Wednesday at eight. And she's a
2: tabletop uh, tabletop gamer.
1: You bet she is. Yeah, this is this is a good pick.
2: This is a very good pick. I love that she wants to go out there and play like Davy. I think that's a, an underrated player to go out there and want to sort of emulate.
1: That's why they call her Magical Marianne. <laughs>
4: mevious yeah. mevious marianne Mee- mischievous mischievous <laughs> we got there together i made up a word and you yeah. you you met me there yeah
1: um, um yeah I, yeah i'm so thrilled i'm so thrilled to get her uh she she may not have been my first pick just based on like her bio but then when watching uh the cast interviews and just their their vibe in terms of how they answer the questions um of like, what's your most embarrassing moment? All the stuff that's on EW right now. That was my little insight into people's uh, psyches. I, I don't know. She seems really calm and composed. Uh, even though I remember... I think I remember her face uh, in the preview. I think she will be part of finding the beware advantage. But not actually get to find it. But her ally will. If, uh, if my preview remembrance is correct... Because there was a big, big gasp on her face. And that, and, and th- that big gasp, I was like, uh-oh, maybe she's going to crack under pressure. But I, I don't know. The way she answered her questions made me feel like she had grace, poise. And I made the mistake last year of not getting in my Canadians on my team. And I'm not going to let that happen this time. We- I wanted to get the best of the bunch and I think that's Marianne. So we, now I can get some Americans and, you know, whatever. We absolutely
3: disrespected Erica last draft. <laughs> so I'm glad that we're not doing the same to Marianne.
2: I yeah. did call Erica the greatest survivor player of all time. I stand by that in 2022, the way I spoke it in 2021.
4: <laughs> hey, you're just saying that because you
1: know she might be listening. <laughs> what What I love about Erica that, that blew me away, just to just to talk about Erica for a second, is that her deliberately using like more often in her natural speech throughout the game so that people would uh, not know how great a communicator she was. I think that is next level. That is commitment to the long game. And it makes me bow down. And it, and it lessens the sting that I won't be the uh, the first Canadian winner of Survivor a little bit uh, if it can go to someone like that. So,
3: um, Well... Here we go with mine. I get uh, two in a row now. And I mean, I have to go. And I'm not going for winner picks. I'm like Joel, but I am going for points. Because I'm setting myself with a person that has the goal of winning the most challenges ever. And I believe that he can do it. His pet peeve is wearing shirts. I'm choosing Jonathan Young, baby. Wow. As your first pick. As my first it's. I great. don't get an, I don't get another set of picks until twelve and thirteen, and Jonathan's not going to be down there. He I
4: would say would
1: be. all four of our picks are not your typical first round picks. <laughs> I I also have to say that Jonathan was so far off my list that I could only have seventeen tabs open of their bios on my browser, so I could see their names. This so isn't I true. so I cut Jonathan. I specifically left him off because I was like, okay. I'm not picking him. No chance. This isn't true.
3: Ryan, surely he wouldn't have made it to 12 or 13. Why don't you kick this up?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Jonathan probably would have been maybe my second round pick. I mean, we spoke about it briefly that there's not a ton of male brawn in this cast. you got to bet on if Jonathan makes it to merge, he's winning a few challenges. And I, I I don't think he's going to be socially uh a big part of the strategy but I think he's going to be a part of someone's alliance I think he's going to make it to merge and I I don't think he's going to have to wear a shirt so I think he might he might thrive out there
4: <laughs> Um so my thing with Jonathan is I think he will make the merge because They're going to be afraid of a swap the whole time. So they won't do that like classic vote the big guy out right before the right before the merge or the swap. Um, uh, So I think he will make the merge. And if he is as good as his as uh, at individual challenges as he believes he is, he he still he might, you know, make an impact. But it's the sort of thing, like as soon as he doesn't win, he's getting voted out. Um, Chris, I guess you already touched
1: on uh, it. Yeah, I just, I just think we've seen his archetype. He says who, who he wants to play like. He's like, yeah, I want to play like Ozzy. Wow, you want to play like a guy who played four times and never won. You just want to focus on fishing and winning challenges, and, and that's it. And jacking and, off on the rocks. Yeah, and and getting off on rocks and starting your OnlyFans career and having Cody be your only patron under one hundred different email addresses. <laughs> That's okay. that's what Jonathan Young aspires to be. It's good to see that he he's he's reaching out to his core audience, Cody. Mm. You know, maybe Cody will sign up for his OnlyFans later on down the line. But I think, oh, if if Jonathan has has uh,
4: an OnlyFans down the line, we are subscribing to that. Hit hitting that <laughs> button so hard. I I will say that everyone and their dog knew
3: Jonathan would be my first round pick. Um, I I think that. It's as clear as day. Do I like a beefcake? Certainly (laughs) I do. I, I, I like to think Jonathan. Yeah. He said, Ozzy who got a lot of points.
1: Ozzy. Right. He also said, Joe, he said, he said, yeah, I still really love Joe. Joe got a few points. But Jonathan, he um, I, I found
3: his video. He had enough personality and everything. Well, so he, he does have an OnlyFans. <laughs> uh, yeah, he, and he showed a lot of personality. That's where I did all of my research. He's the only person I saw
2: anything on. <laughs> a lot of personality and a lot of feet pics, yeah. which is great. <laughs> um, but the other uh, thing is with
3: Jonathan, I also went with the strategy of who you see in the preview and that's who you're getting uh, confessionals are of in the preview to this season. Um, Also, I want to say that with Jonathan, he reminds me of someone that shattered the record of fantasy uh, points ever. And that's Grant. He got more than anyone's ever got. That's Canon.
1: Yeah, that's, that's true. eh? yeah. I I think he got 2000 confessionals in that season. Grant, uh, one of the, not the sorest loser to Boston Rob, but one of them. Yeah. He didn't even want to be friends with Rob afterwards.
4: Yeah. Imagine what, what, uh, um, Jonathan's going to be like to Mike when Mike wins and Mike cuts him at final five.
2: <laughs>
4: I don't think, uh, Mike will ever meet Jonathan. uh, <laughs>
3: Um, but then my second pick. Oh yeah. You get back to back. Yes. I get back to back here, which clearly Chris, you don't have to worry about. I'm not. Yeah. Um, this has been
1: an easy breezy draft. So,
3: once again, I'm not going for winner here. I'm doing a money ball strategy. I got the challenge beast. Now I need someone that's going to pick up the confessionals for me. And that's why I have to go to the same tribe again, which I think is the winning tribe. Which We've already seen Marianne gone, we've seen Jonathan, and now I have to go with Jackson. Yeah, I
1: figured you picked Jackson.
3: Well, Chris, I think I took someone that you wanted here, so why don't you speak on it?
1: Uh no, actually, uh, I, I like Jackson, but my concern, and I was thinking about this, I believe Jackson is going to go the way of the genie Machini, in which oh. I love genie befo- like pre pre airing of the of the premiere pre premiere. i love genie i was so high on genie genie was my winner pick because uh, someone else had picked uh ricard but <laughs> um but i i really wanted to see genie machini do incredibly well i was like oh there's such great personality here and i just don't see i see jackson wanting to play a very loyal game and i think when you drop the four and keep the two you, you, can't, uh, you can't do it. So I, Jackson's going to get hoisted by his own loyalty. Or maybe Jackson's going to be the next Colby.
4: Mm, well, speak it, on that. Speak, speak, well, speaking of being hoisted by your own loyalty. There you go. Not a winner. And then Jackson will be in Red Eye too. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I like Jackson. Jackson was definitely on my list. And obviously, I like his uh, Pennywise tattoo and all those horror characters all over his body. I, I, I quite like that. And it makes me excited. It makes me want to turn off the TV and stop watching Survivor and watch a horror movie. And uh, maybe so maybe it would be good if Jackson was voted out early. So I don't <laughs> keep wanting to watch Frankenstein or,
1: um, or Hellraiser. Yeah, you got so excited about Jackson's tattoos. You said that's my person. I thought you were gonna pick Jackson first.
4: No, in the end, I I agree with you about the genie machine of it all. I'm trying to think of other analogs, you know. Uh yeah. voted out early or or either voted out early or just like so loyal or and so like a Tom Laidlaw type. Um Kind of doesn't get many confessionals, but maybe is on screen for the B-roll of, you know, washing a pot in the the ocean um, or something like that. Um, I,
3: I think that if you look at the tribes here, that Taku is the strongest looking tribe.
1: Well, I agree. And that's why they're not going to get any confessionals.
3: Well, yeah, but it, it, in the later half, I'm really going to do well. That's true. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I don't know. I think it was a lot easier to get rid of Genie Machini as a challenge liability, less of a physical threat, than it will be to get rid of Jackson, who is arguably in the top three brawniest men in the in the in the season.
4: Well, Genie was kept around
1: for Genie was the last pre merge boot. Genie Genie was a friggin' tank. Genie only fell because of Ricard and Shan's unbreakable bond. But Genie didn't have uh, Southern
3: Hospitality, which Jackson does have. And if we know anything about Survivor, they
1: feature Southern Hospitality. That's true. I mean, I I hope Jackson is great TV. Jackson is one of the people who I am potentially the most excited to watch. But uh, I didn't think I would end up putting him on my team.
3: That's, that's fair. Yeah, I, I like this uh, Jackson pick. I'm going... Based off of, I think Taku's going to do well, and I think that Jackson is a personality, and I think that that's someone that is going to be likable that we'll see last quite a while until people go, well, we can't go to the end with Jackson. We all like him. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I I mean, I to me, I'm about a strunk away from having a hat trick right
4: now. <laughs> <laughs> in terms of people
1: you want on your team yeah
2: really uh, gotta stop looking at those feet picks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll make everyone a deal um, I'll pick Strunk as my third choice just so it's right before Cody gets to choose again <laughs> <laughs> no, don't do it uh, Chris it is you now though yeah so see this is what I'm trying to consider so I have I get to choose and then I have to wait four people before I get to choose again so but we all seem to have completely different lists. So I'm yeah, I'm deciding if if I can if I can delay picking Strunk because I would really like Strunk on my team, and uh, and and could pick someone else, or if I should just go for the Strunk of it all.
2: <laughs>
1: oh, see, this, this is very tough. Um, I think the only thing for
3: sure is that we all want to ignore the tribe Ika.
1: (laughs) It certainly (laughs) seems that way, doesn't it? (laughs) You know what? I'll take my chances. I think I want this person a bit more than Strunk, even though Strunk is higher on my list right now, but I'm making a a call. I'm going to pick High as my second pick.
4: Damn it. Fuck.
1: Fuck. Should have picked High first. (laughs) So,
4: <laughs> Okay, Joel, uh, why are you so upset? Oh, well, high was going to be my winner pick. Um, I like high. I like uh, the way he talks, and uh, he reminds me of Erica. And uh in this 26-day game where everything is out front, everything is very fast, there's no downtime, all the big threats are going to get out. And then the the person who was quietly making decisions and making small moves but important moves... And making relationships along the way that just skated under the radar. He's good. People are at Final Four. They're gonna look around and see High and be like, "Oh shit!" And I just, I just feel like that's that's High's trajectory. And if it's anything like season forty-one, it, it it's gonna happen like that, in my opinion, that's that's what I see for High. I mean, I don't
3: see any pull-up Guinness World Records attached to High, but <laughs> well, but
1: I couldn't pick Jonathan. That's that's the um, reason.
2: Yeah. Yeah, High also would have been my winner pick, uh, if I'm being honest here. Uh, Super self-aware, great speaker. I mean, I I see High making it to the end nine times out of ten games.
4: Look at that. We agree on we The three of us agree on something. (laughs) Wow.
1: Cody, how did you feel about High?
3: I have High pretty low on mine, to be honest. (laughs) Um, High High on mine. Yeah, I I didn't uh, think too much. About high, I think that Joel brings up a good point that really like opened my eyes there about the people like sneaking up, and I, I it kind of reminded me uh, more validation for Jonathan because with Xander he kept winning challenges and no one cared they just let him go to the he end. Didn't they win knew. that many challenges,
1: dude. He it won.
4: Was, it was Ricard winning the challenges. He yeah, won quite Xander, a bit.
1: Xander was just sitting there with his idol going, "Oh, but I could play it," or with his extra think- vote. Go you don't and win think the cards they'll like, just let really Jonathan win all vote. the
3: challenges because they're not going to vote for him to win? You might as well just let him win them all, make him happy.
1: I hope Jonathan breaks the record. Honestly, that would be fantastic to watch. I hope he shatters it, <laughs> <laughs> like he shattered your your cold the cold casing around your heart. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. But we're not talking about Jonathan. We're talking about high high. I think I think high. Um, I think high has the most potential to live up to being that sort of Todd archetype that we haven't seen in a long time. You know, I think, I think he has, he has the potential to manipulate a lot going on behind the scenes. Um, And I, yeah, I think he, he, I really like how well-spoken he is. Uh, I I like everything about him. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that I, I chose him over the strunk of it all.
3: Yeah, I clearly, Joel, wouldn't have let you have
2: him. Yeah. Otherwise. Um, Ryan. Yeah. uh, I got to go for Omar here for my next pick. Uh, His bio says he's from Kitchener. I'm quite sure he's actually from Guelph. A Guelph boy uh, like you. Yeah, he probably, he's a Guelph boy. He We's, probably went
4: to school in Guelph, right? Like he went to vet school there, probably. Yeah, right? we
2: we do uh, Stan a Guelph king. Uh, I think I think Omar's our confessional king of the season. Uh, I th- I think he's very funny. The best list of pet peeves I think I've ever seen in one of these articles. (laughs) He's got one that pisses
4: me off though. One that, that really pisses me off.
2: Is it, is it Joey from friends or is it systemic (laughs) racism?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I should have been more
4: specific.
2: It is one of the two
4: because,
1: because I am Joey from friends. So I love it when, (laughs) when people talk bad about pigeons is, is very funny. His, his, um, his, his bio speaks volumes to me in terms of Omar. I was like, Oh man, Omar is my number one pick. Uh, and then i watched the videos and i don't know if that uh if that charm and humor is going to translate or if it's going to be a bit too frenetic on the islands so that's why i delayed i might have picked him as my third pick if he was still around but
4: i i, I yeah. can i can see him being yeah i i i would have picked him next but uh the reason he like high was going to be first for me because is because yeah it's just just something it can go either way with this guy on the island like he's like a David Wright but very often a David Wright gets voted out right away you know right he might with be a w. An, he
1: might be an Omar wrong
3: yeah
4: exactly. <laughs>
3: Um, yeah, I'm not high on Omar. Uh, I don't like this uh, bird business. I I, I hate <laughs> birds. I'm scared of birds. I'm I also don't people. like
4: birds. So um, I, when I get on Survivor, my pet peeve is going to be when people talk bad about Joey from French. French, Yeah, <laughs> uh, Joey from French. I well, love that show. Hey, poo-poo. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, yeah, Omar, he's not top on the list for me, but I get it. And I hope he proves me wrong because I'd really like to see him do well.
1: Oh, another two Canadians back to back. Honestly, I'm over losing. I just want a Canadians to sweep it from here on out because then more and more Canadians will be invited onto the show. It's it's true, and we even have another Canadian resident here
3: uh, still on the list for everyone. And maybe Joel will choose that person in the back. Or Ryan, I guess I didn't ask you about Omar.
2: Uh, I think I spoke about Omar uh, when I picked him. I think I kind of jumped on it because I'm very excited about Omar. Yeah.
3: And you're scared that I'll try to pass over you again. <laughs> right, Rightly so,
2: as it yeah. just
4: happened again.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> really got to jump in
3: there. Yeah. <laughs> but Joel, you got back to back here.
4: Well, uh, Cody, you predicted what I was going to do. I am going to pick the other Canadian, Drea. Um, uh, because, you know, I, I, I thought about picking... Um, David Strunk here to piss off Chris, which I I still can, but I just I don't want Strunk, and I'm I do. I'm probably not gonna pick Strunk. I I <laughs> I, I just I just don't want to not have Drea on my team. Now you guys may not have picked her near the end, but I just I think she's gonna be just a solid person. I think she's gonna be the ipso factor leader leader of her tribe uh, the, by the looks of it, and I think she's she's probably just gonna at least make it to the merge and and maybe people will keep her around because she's the only one that may be able to to beat jonathan um and uh, obviously i just i want a fucking canadian on my team um because i was humiliated last season and not having either of the two canadians who were the biggest characters of the season um <laughs> and um
1: uh, so uh, yeah. brad
4: reese would like a word
3: well now i'm the only one without a canadian i i like the drea choice though i'm worried with drea like watching the videos and everything it did make me worry that this was someone that i'm gonna want to see more of that we're not gonna get enough of um and i don't know why i got that vibe i just don't see drea as like the top half of popping as much thus far but i'm also
4: willing to be surprised. Correct me if I wrong. I'm wrong, but the the you're wrong. Um, you're just you're wrong. I, we were saying this about Danny McRae last season, and I think the amount of like content we got from him surprised us, and he was that character that I'm trying to describe. Mm-hmm. Right? I I the, think the, I
3: chose Danny pretty early.
4: Yeah, but but I mean, I, like I'm sure I thought like, oh yeah, he's gonna like kind of escape by he, and not get much. Uh, personal content, but I feel like we got to know him more than I thought we would, especially, I I don't know.
3: It's true. And it's hard to say with this season because everyone, uh, there's not a big standout. Like there was when we were drafting last season where we all wanted Ricard, I feel. Um, And this one, it seems like everyone just seems good. And I'm excited to see this equal playing field that we're going to see here, but you know that someone has to fall behind, that makes it deep. And I'm just not sure. No one's standing out to me as
1: that person. That's going to do that. Uh, for the record, Cody, Danny was chosen 15th last year. See, so pretty, pretty, pretty early second last <laughs> pretty early for me to choose him. <laughs> um, I, I am, you know what? I think Drea is a perfect pick for Joel because I never would have picked her. Um, <laughs> i uh she Who was in, my, you bottom, picked? I, you was in my bottom because you said my bottom four you know she was you don't in my need bottom to, be four. Mean
4: to me you don't need to be mean to me it's so easy to not be mean
1: <laughs> um <laughs> it's very hard for me when you pick drea no my 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 problem with drea i i fell off drea when she answered the question is what are you going to keep secret from the other tribe mates and she says Oh, I'm gonna keep secret that I own my own fitness business. I'm just gonna tell them that I'm a personal trainer because, like, I don't want people to think I'm business savvy. And for me, when people hide those sort of what I what I feel are really insignificant details mm-hmm. about themselves, that just creates this sort of wall that's already there, self-imposed for literally no reason. And the fact that Drea wants to do that and is and is so concerned about that sort of perception already, it, on the one hand, it could it could show that she is she is thinking about the game and she's like, okay, I, I'm really trying to cover all my bases, but I feel like in this game, authenticity is key. So many people pick Kim Spradlin as their as who they want to be like. And Kim Spradlin is like one of the most authentic people to play. I, I, I think that's sort of like walling off and, and just hiding. I just think it's a dumb thing to hide. I think it's a dumb thing to hide. And well,
4: uh, I well, think speaking that's, of,
1: that's what made me not want to pick
4: her. Speaking of insignificant details, it seems like you um, uh, don't like her because of an insignificant detail. Yeah, that she's hiding it.
2: <laughs> now, do you think no, she's No, because actually,
4: that's an insignificant detail in her fucking profile. Do you, no, do you think she's actually going to
2: try it? and hide it, or do you think that she was reaching for an answer to that question?
1: Uh, it could, it could be that, but I think you can just say, "I'm not hiding anything. I'm going to be my authentic self because who I am is amazing." Like, but saying like, "Oh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna tell anyone I own a business because then they won't vote for me." I'm like, in this, it's it's season forty-two. Okay, drop the two, keep the four. <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: season four. We're Mar- Marquesas. Boston it's. Rob
1: is back. Watch out for him.
4: His name's Hoboken Mike now. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I didn't that w-
2: realize we were joined by the interview police tonight. <laughs> I
1: know. Chris, that's an insignificant detail. Hey, well, that, that made her in the bottom six. She was in my bottom six.
4: Were you mad at Brett LaBelle for saying that he was a funeral director?
1: No, because of the history of cops. And also, Brett got found out. Nobody believed him. So, yeah. yeah, it did impact Brett's game. I I get what
3: uh, Chris is saying because th- you're not opening up to people fully and talking about your life. You're th- constantly thinking about not saying or leading to the thing that you're keeping
1: secret for no reason. And so it's got to be like a reason to keep it secretive, right? Yeah. Like, I, I don't even know if, if I went on, if I had the fact that I'm an actor. I would no, say uh, like I'm in a kid's performance. I'd I'd lean towards that way. But – I think it's ridiculous that Lydia's
3: um, saying that she's hiding it as well. Yeah. And I have to talk about Lydia because we won't be this entire episode.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, Lydia's not that bad. <laughs> well, we'll see, Joel. Who's your, who's your name? Anyway, that, that was my beef about Drea. That was, it, it hit me so viscerally that I was like, that is the dumbest thing to like keep secret about that I thought she's she's off my radar.
2: You used the word viscerally about how bad that interview question hit yeah. you. Which yeah, yeah. Is- a little extreme
1: <laughs> hit me right in the gut I, well, I vomited all over my computer
2: i think you're gonna be pissed at my next
1: doing pick, chris literally... I, don't,
2: I i
4: don't think you you're gonna pick it and i don't think anyone else is gonna pick it but uh i like this person and i like the idea of having a new jersey quebec sandwich um so i'm picking Lindsay. dang
1: i like i like that pick joel thank you you like Lindsay. I, I do like Lindsay. I was contemplating picking Lindsay. Um, I, I found her answers to the interviews a little energetic. And uh, if I'm going to put on my cap as the interview police, as I have thus been named, I shall double down and say she was in my bottom four. Uh <laughs> she? No, no, no. Lin- Lindsay was pretty high up in terms of consideration for me. I think, again, just that, that sort of being on the Taku tribe uh, her and Jonathan could potentially get along because they're both like really fit. I think Lindsay is potentially maybe like maybe the challenge beast out of the women, although the, we've got some strong women. Uh, but she she she's made a point to like define herself as being tough. Uh, she talks about her tackle football uh, history, even though that was when she was from nine to 15. And um, your girlfriend must be excited that there's a dietitian rep- representation on the show. Uh yeah, she's a, she's a nutritionist, so uh dietitians and nutritionists are mortal enemies. Oh, okay. Um, so <laughs> Is that no, right? No. <laughs> no, they're not. It's a, it's just a very slightly different. Um but uh yeah, li- li- I I like Lindsay. I I have high hopes for Lindsay. My hopes were uh, dimmed a little bit by her potential enthusiasm and her saying like, "Wow, I learned this amazing thing from uh Boston Rob, oh, no, from Kim Spradlin." when she was doing this interview and she said something that I, I always thought was obvious. Um, but I, I like Lindsay. I, I did have her
3: pretty up there on my list here. I, I think that, um, Lindsay's a pick that I wouldn't have minded on mine, especially because I'm going all in on the fact that Taku's never losing. Yep. Um, so I was going to choose someone again from Taku and do the Joel strategy of last year, but with a winning tribe, <laughs> Hey,
4: they ended up not doing that bad. You, you came in last place, Joel. Yeah, I know, but I, I don't really give a <laughs> shit. I had some good characters on my
1: team. You didn't have Brad Reese. No, I wish I did, though. Well, um, but this, this is good because you've got the two people who describe themselves as loud. Yes, well, I mean yeah, to Hoboken guys, Whispers. <laughs> I want you to know
4: that I am not picking these people from strategy. Look at my list. I have Mike, Drea, and Lindsay, maybe the least strategic people on the cast. These uh, are people I want to root for. These are people I like. I these don't know if is the least strategic.
2: Yeah, Drea Drea was up there in my winner picks. See, yeah. if you wanted
3: if you truly didn't care about winning, you would have chose Swathi instead of Drea
4: well these are three people that uh are all potential brad reese's for me i, d- I don't I need- think drea is anywhere close to a potential brad reese <laughs> just wait you just you wait i thought you said she
1: was the danny
4: no she is a potential brad <laughs> reese as well She's
3: that is a potential danny but not also be a any brad more reese.
4: opposite than brad
2: reese i think well, they're the, the, the same thing. archetype danny and brad yeah, reese right that's fair The same same Youngian archetype. We're going after me, okay?
4: (laughs) Cody only roots only likes people that are on his team. So and for me, I like everyone everyone else, yeah. Exactly. I like everyone. So in the end, it doesn't matter for me. I'm deciding through
3: random chance of other people I like getting taken away from me who I'm going to like in this season. And I'm not gonna, (laughs) (laughs) I'm not gonna sway from that
4: exactly and it's
3: ridiculous i'm supportive these are my babies
1: <laughs> i do think that the uh, the hate mail to all the other contestants is a little far cody
3: yeah i mean i we're that's just lucky correct. we're just lucky that <laughs> i didn't draft when uh coach was playing and miss out on coach or i wouldn't have a favorite player right now that's true
1: <laughs> you would uh, you would hate coach forever But
3: uh, Ryan, it's back to you here. What's what's your pick? Who's number 10? Number
2: 10 is going to be Chanel. Okay. And before I jump in, I will let you guys uh, speak on Chanel here.
4: Chanel, for me, has been the one that I've forgotten the most, that has been lost in the ether. Every time I read about her or listen to an interview with her, uh she goes in one ear at the other so i'm looking forward to seeing her on tv to uh really remember her because i keep just i just keep reading i'm not really watching the videos i'm listening to the podcast interviews and reading the interviews so i just i can't i haven't really figured out who
1: chanel is she was probably uh at the bottom she's a hardcore negotiator she negotiates for a living oh kind of like uh she brought What's herself her to negotiating school yeah. and graduated from Harvard or something. Angelina. Angelina vibes. Yeah, she could be. Uh, I, I like Chanel. There, there wasn't anything about Chanel that, that necessarily popped to me in terms of, I worry, I worry for Chanel mainly just on confessional account, but I, I look forward to seeing her. But again, kind of, kind of that uh, under the radar. I didn't get a strong vibe from, you know, the um, two hours of research that I've done. <laughs>
3: well um yeah for me chanel i mean yeah that was one that i had a hard time with um but i did see chanel and think this could be a winner i i didn't discount that when watching her and seeing how she answered everything but also there was
1: something that just didn't excite me at the same time chanel could be could be the low-key winner though that ryan plucks out of thin air you know
2: there's two things i thought were exciting about chanel one was that she's got huge team captain energy i find the way she speaks um and the answer she had in her interviews i got the idea that she's this big motivator Uh, so i think she's going to be a big voice on her team during uh during challenges also she said she loves to do mental math Uh, which is both like a puzzle thing and a strategy thing. I mean, I I think she's got her bases covered. Uh, I'm surprised Chanel actually wasn't taken before now.
1: I, uh, yeah, yeah. I I like the mental math. That's great. I was just distracted because I was remembering that I forgot to bring up how much uh, my Settlers of Catan theory when Omar was talked about. And, uh... Anyway, I I think Omar is going to go far because he's a Settlers of Catan guy.
3: Yeah, I mean, Ryan, you have a list that didn't excite a lot of people. But at the same time, it's a pretty consistent list of sleepers.
2: I'm a sleeper guy. I I love characters uh, maybe that are going to sneak up on you. In the middle of the night. You're going to be <laughs> tossing and turning. You're going to wake up in the middle of the night. You're going to be like, God damn. Well, Jenny's really good
3: at this game. I mean, you're probably upset that you missed that Brad Reese energy of Drea then.
2: I'm, I'm quite upset that I missed <laughs> that Brad Reese. <laughs> the classic Brad Reese archetype.
4: She's the next Brad Reese. She's the next Keith Nail.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Drea does give me major Keith Nail vibes. She's Quebecois Keith Nail. <laughs> um, Even though she's not real Quebecois, I think
4: she's from America.
3: Yeah, she she's a resident though. She's a Canadian resident. Um, Chris, it is up to you now. And don't do this to me.
1: There's do you do you guys smell that? Do you smell there's something? It smells a little bit
4: like strunk. Strunk <laughs> in the house.
1: I smell. Give, what me the that, is give me that strunk life. All right, he's got the strunk. Um I I am unbelievably happy that I got Daniel Strunk on my team. David. He no. Is it David or Daniel? It's Daniel. It's <laughs> Daniel Strunk. Don't you don't you even talk about Strunk? It's no David Voce. It's the strunk life for life. And I I think I think he is going to low key be the funniest player out there. I, I love how he's been answering his questions. He soared to the top of the list. Like his bio was nothing exemplary for me, but he was just everything he answered. I was like, man, I like this guy. This guy is very likable. Um, just him talking about, and I think he's, he's really savvy too. him saying like, you know what, if I had, if I had one 24th of Tony's talent, uh, I could, I'll win this game with a, I'll win this season with a perfect game. And if I've won 126th of Tony's talent or whatever it was, uh, one hundred and five, one one hundred twenty-eighths of Tony's talent. Then I'll win with a uh, tie vote going my way. And I just thought like that comment was so funny. Um, I think he's he almost could have been my number one pick. But the way you guys were talking about him at the uh, at the beginning, I was like, great. Maybe everyone, no one sees the genius that is that is Daniel Strunk. I,
2: I no, no one smelled what the Strunk is cooking. I,
1: exactly.
3: <laughs> I tried to. Psych out Chris to to not make, pick him, to not pick him, and I'm sad I didn't get him. I, I think we mentioned uh Rick Devon's energy with uh the Strunkster, and <laughs> I I think that uh, honestly, I have a hard time at all times just not blurting out the name Daniel Strunk, um, just, ever just, since I read it
4: just uh, before you go to bed, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, I so, think that Daniel's Drunk and Omar are... It's a good thing they're not in the same tribe because I think they're like Highlanders. Only one of them can can exist.
3: I mean, Omar doesn't seem to... No offense, Omar, because I know you're listening. Um, you love the podcast and probably think we talk about birds, but we don't.
1: <laughs> Merge birds. But we, we also don't birds. pigeons around here.
3: But Omar... Doesn't to me have the personality that's seething
1: out of Daniel Strunk? <laughs> yeah, I think Daniel Strunk is—he's a winner, baby. He's a winner in my eyes. I'm—I'm <laughs> I'm so thrilled that I get him on my team. And this is—this is someone who I was like, "Who cares about this guy?" He's like, "Yeah, I really shouldn't b- win this—win this game. I have no chance." But I, you know what? I think he might have a chance. <laughs>
4: I, I, I when he says don't bet on me, I I listen.
1: I'm like, yeah, okay. If you don't believe in yourself, neither do I. Well that 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 uh he might fall into uh Swathy's pet peeves if he doesn't believe in himself. Right. You gotta believe in yourself, buddy.
4: Did you know that he was on uh, Jeb Bush's campaign? Like he was one of he was like uh yeah. for Jeb Bush.
1: Yeah, that, that he was saying that's what he's not gonna tell people.
2: Jeb Bush, who famously won every state, if I remember correctly. Yeah,
4: he's he's the president right now.
3: Yeah, that's <laughs> Strunk's got some uh he's got some talent. He's being coy about he's got some friends in high places. Um yeah,
1: I think Jeb Bush might be on his family visit. <laughs> he collects signed pocket US constitutions, baby. Let's get Jeb out here. And also to counteract Drea. Um Strunk was also the I just love saying it too Strunk just so satisfying I
2: know if, <laughs> if, if Strunk doesn't get the last name treatment this season yeah there I is no be God furious
1: that is that would be a, a larger travesty than any travesty Survivor has faced
3: <laughs> I that's Strunk uh, I'm disappointed and the more
1: we talk about it the more <laughs> I get defeated. Well, I, sorry, Cody, you can't like him anymore. You have to send him that mountain of hate mail on your desk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> well, you have, when he gets his out, name, you have to you have to be happy. Yeah,
3: there's I want to uh, take note here that there is only seven picks left and five of them are. Ica. Yeah, <laughs> Drea is the only person from Eka who has been chosen. That's insane. And I mean, I have to
1: break the streak now. Well, I know who you're picking. I
4: wish well, I could get this.
2: We didn't hear from Ryan about Strunk. Oh, I'm, I'm full board on Strunk. I think it's a fantastic name.
3: I, <laughs> I know with Ryan and I, we're two Strunks at a table right now speaking into a microphone. So I know.
2: Two, two Strunks in a pod. <laughs> yes.
4: I'm a Jonathan Young. <laughs> I can see that. That's yeah. why you're only showing your feet to camera. Right? <laughs> mm-hmm. And my shirt is off and uh, I'm actually doing a, a chin up right now. Nice. (laughs) Um, Okay Wait. What's the difference between a pull up and a chin up
1: Is that the same thing Uh, No it's the grip The chin up is uh, your palms facing towards you Pull up Uh, is your palms facing away Clearly I'm not a a real Jonathan Young (laughs) Jonathan We'll talk I I was runner up for the Guinness world record Ah, But I'm happy you got it buddy
4: (laughs) Why doesn't he have the chin up record If he can do the pull up record Why not just do the chin up record as well the next day Yeah, easy. uh, It's
2: basically the same thing, right? Yeah.
1: Isn't it? He's he's never done a pull-up again ever since. He can't lift his arms. That's the big secret. (laughs) Imagine he can't do... He can He Like, when he does a pull-up, it's like,
4: I can do as many as anyone else, but he cannot do a chin-up. Yeah, not even one. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm in a hard position now
3: as we get to this because there's a few people that I want and there's more top picks for me left actually my number two person I have written is still available so I guess there's no better way
1: to start than with Zach yeah I'm bummed that I'm not going to get Zach but it was between Strunk or Zach and I'm happy I got Strunk but Zach is very funny Um, he's he is a super fan he's all over survivor reddit Actually, if you, if you, if you remember my favorite thing that I learned about Zach is that if you remember the, the Reddit post about the chimp that goes on survivor, have you, have you all read that one? No, I have. That yeah. If, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That if a chimp was, uh, was on survivor, they would win. They could detail the whole strategy of how the chimp would survive because they're a strong physical asset. Uh, and it goes on Zach, actually has the top upvoted comment on that thread, which expands talking about the chimp and introducing how the chimp would use fire tokens. And the fact that Zach is at that level of Survivor fandom, uh, I think it's so funny. He also responded to his own one-minute uh, CBS video saying, yeah, I met this Zach guy in a grocery store. And and I, w- I went up to him and I was like, oh, I don't normally do this. like, uh, Sorry to bother you. Um, but, like, I just want to say hi. Uh, like, I, I, I never do this. And Zach responded with, Isn't that what you're doing right now? And I was like, Whoa. And he just cuts himself off. But he responded that to his own, like, <laughs> video.
2: Was it, was it the electrical infederates <laughs> copy <coffee> pasta? <laughs> I, the, the old Carter Williams story. <laughs> I think
3: Zach could be the funniest survivor we've had since Bill Posley. <laughs>
1: Well, you know, Zach is uh That's why I is hate him. pretty well known for his sketch comedy. Oh god. Um, which I know Joel may- hey, you know what, Joel? Maybe if Zach's listening, you and uh you and he could write a sketch together. No. I if, don't I don't I don't have writing
3: partners.
4: If Zach's
3: wolf. listening, I'd love to get him on spooked to stretch those comedy muscles. That would I think he would have a great time on spooked. Uh, but I, I'm happy to have him on here. The um, the sketch hero we all needed someone that's really funny and that we're going to see a lot of I think and I think he's on what I called to be actually no I, I don't think that is the weaker tribe I I think that 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 Ika is going to do better uh, than we think they are I I said it in our breakdown that I think that uh, Tori and Drea seem to me to be the strongest women as far as physical challenges go. I think that we have Zach that um, is good at puzzles and really knows the game and and is a, a student of the game. Um, <laughs> and student I think, of the game. yeah, I, 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 top five, baby, top five. I think that Zach is on a tribe also that has a lot of big personalities. So I think he's going to be a narrator as to what's going on, but fade backwards as far as target goes. When you have people like uh, Romeo, like Swathy on there, like even Tori that uh, these people that don't seem like these personalities are going to connect.
4: I don't like Zach. Um, (laughs) <laughs> he he's too he's too hey cute. Him. There's too much fucking internet and sketch comedy and college kid fucking energy coming from him. He's going to have to be completely different than his pregame for me to like him in the game uh because everything about him it, it just reeks improv guy that I avoid at comedy bar. <laughs> Joel, Joel hates comedians on the
3: show. He hates people that he is unknowingly seeing
4: himself in. Well, it, no, no. I mean, <laughs> I, I, not unknowingly. Um, not unknowingly. It's the things I hate about myself, Cody. <laughs> I, mean, I, I see that when I see that reflected, I get mad. Um, uh, but yeah, no. I mean, I am much more critical of anybody who says they are a comedian or do comedy because. Uh, I'm a comedian, and I am critical of people who are, say that they're a comedian and do comedy.
1: <laughs> That's why, uh, isn't that why? Was it Shan or Erica got got your the brunt of your uh,
2: your that was, ire? That was Shan, Shan. Yeah, that was Shan. Yeah,
1: I don't know. Shan's pretty funny.
4: <laughs> yeah. Oh, so <laughs> funny, especially in all her uh, exit interviews. <laughs>
3: Well, I mean, it's up to me to pick another one here. That's true. And I Wait, think... We didn't,
4: hear from, we didn't hear from Ryan about Zach. Why do you... He's right next to you. Why well, do you keep I, I, you, not letting him talk? Because we speak together.
1: <laughs> You're two strunks in a pod.
2: We are. We're actually wearing the front and back of a donkey costume right now. <laughs> yeah. So if Cody's talking, I have to fully get out of the costume <laughs> to get over to the microphone. Um... Yeah, Zach, I I feel with Zach that Zach is someone who thinks he's the biggest super fan in the game and will underestimate everyone else's ability to strategize.
1: That's a good read. Uh,
2: It's, it's, yeah, like Joel said, it's very cute. It's very, uh, I think, playing to this certain archetype that uh, I think, yeah, I think uh, people are going to be getting them out before long.
4: Who's that guy in 30 who was like the survivor professor? Max. Max. That guy. Uh,
2: he, it's, he, yeah, it's big Max energy. That guy. Yeah.
4: Well,
3: I mean, Zach reminds me as a, of a person that Jonathan will be like, this guy's a Cochrane
4: and want him gone. Because <laughs> <laughs> of the Aussie,
1: because he's still Aussie. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to flip on me. I just know it. No, but it's, so he'll trust him is what you're saying. Yes, Exactly.
3: Well, I'm hoping here with my next pick, and I, I realize too that Zach is a risky one. And I think that the, uh, um, the risk is worth the possible reward with Zach.
2: I, I see a lot of Jacob Derwin. Yeah, I got to exactly. say, I see a lot of Jacob Derwin. But do you
3: think, do you think, though, that <laughs> do you
2: think I do think do, I, am do quite sink. Often. Do, <laughs> I
3: am a witch? <laughs> do you think <laughs> right in front of me right now? Uh, <laughs> do you think, though, that like Zach's going to be more of a target on that tribe than like a swathy?
4: Yeah, oh, I think it's I think it's another uh, maybe a Highlander situation between him and Swathi. Or <laughs> no, him I and, think I think I, I Romeo
1: even. I think that um, Zach and Tori will be the, uh, the strategic bones behind that. And it depends if they can run the show or if, uh, if the other four band against them.
3: Well, that's why I have to bank on both. And Tori's my next pick.
1: <laughs> no. Wow.
4: You're, you're, you're putting everything on Ika right now.
3: I have two on Taku and two on Ika, And I certainly don't want the last Vati left
4: so that's there how it go. goes there you Although, go tori, tori is certainly uh another big personality out there and uh i'm surprised that uh, like i was thinking that she was definitely not a first round pick for me but i was i thought one of you would pick her first round i don't so, know why i just she tori, just like, you... looks looks to me as somebody who sells the
1: goods and, and i didn't buy them but i thought maybe one of you did Tori I, was super high up for me. Um, it, well, because she had playing board games as her mm-hmm. hobby. That's always the only thing I look for. But <laughs> I, I think with Tori, the two things that stopped me, I was really excited about her. Uh, and then I did a little bit of research on her. Uh, the, the one thing that stopped me was her uh, her hero being Jesus. Um, I, I feel mm-hmm. like, yeah. which is great. Like she wants to talk about her faith and her faith is that is a huge part of her life. That's great, but I don't think that supports well in the game of Survivor. I have yet to see that be well. Like a supporting... We do
2: know you you famously hate Jesus. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's your he's your, he's your uh, villain. G- Jesus is the uh, the Cochran to my Aussie. Um, <laughs> I will say from he what I've on heard, me.
4: <laughs> from what I've heard from post game interviews and everything, G- like religion is always a bigger part of the show than it is shown in the edit Hmm. it's always a big bonding thing for the people who who believe it it apparently who believe it apparently it was a it was a big thing in 41 that makes sense Uh, um and apparently it was a big thing on the millennials tribe in millennials
1: versus gen x well they had michelle right
2: yeah ryan what are you thinking about tori here I, I would have actually picked Tori next for sure. Um, just because she reminds me so much of who I think is one of the most underrated uh, strategists of the past quite a few seasons. Libby Vinchek,
0: who no, I had on my love team. Leppy. I you love Leppy. Libby. Yeah.
2: I see a lot of Libby upside to Tori Meehan. If Tori can complete what Libby went out there to do, we have a winner on our hands. I mean, uh, yeah, I, the, the only thing that really threw me off, Tori, was in her interview saying that she wants, that she idolizes Kim Spradlin because Kim went out there to play without strategy and just played with honor, <laughs> which is a complete misunderstanding of yeah. everything Kim Spradlin did on the island. Yeah. Um, so that was my only hesitation, but I do really like Tori.
3: Yeah, I got a few things. Uh, we got messaged on our Instagram um here, and got a few things on Tori. I know that she does a lot of the online reality games uh played sequester, yeah, season three um yeah, so that's something, and then also uh there's some controversy about some anti-mask, anti-back stuff uh, with her. Uh, That's not why I'm choosing her. That's why you're choosing her. I get it. That's not why I'm choosing her. It looks like
1: I can finally cast off my title as COVID denier. I'm I'm uh, switching
3: to Rocks I'm switching to (laughs) (laughs) Rocks
1: Um,
3: But yeah, what I'm really hoping for is that these two hunks get together. Tori and Jonathan have become the new Robin Amber
1: and they just co-win this season together. And with all the great bonding they're going to do, being on the, starting on the same tribe. Tori and who? Uh, well, they're not on the same tribe, but... Yeah. <laughs> Tor- Tori and who? It's, uh, and Jonathan. Oh. Tori and Jonathan. How Robert they're going to famously meet in an already shortened season for 13 days at the merge and fall in love. They're both jacked. They're going to see each other in these competitions
3: coming out of the water he does uh pull-ups she um is crossfit well cross because of jesus right yeah (laughs) i think a lot of people in crossfit are religious well no you have
1: to you have to it's a sign of the cross well crossfit uh, is a cult that's why they do it only in church basements Wow, I didn't know that.
2: No, that's why That's why in mythology, it's the father, the son, and the keto diet. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, but that wraps up my picks
1: here. So, uh, Chris, you're, it's time for your last one. Yeah, I was thinking about Tori too, but I... I watched the first episode of sequester season three because I was like, great. <clears throat> I can, I can find out about this person. I can see how this person interacts in the initial stages. And what I got was a lot of, um, I don't want to say kumbaya, but, but that's what I got. Yeah, I think there's a game, I think there's a gamer underneath there. Uh, but I think like her approach is to be really authentic, is to try to really be really authentic and genuine. And and I think she is going to lean too far in that direction, like Ryan was saying. Um, okay. So for my pick, I am really torn between two. I was hoping my decision would be made for me. Ah, geez. I feel like one of these is a real Ryan Quinn pick. And that is the reason why I want to pick this person?
2: You should absolutely not pick that person. <laughs> I'll make it really easy for you. Don't pick the person I'm about to pick.
1: <laughs> um, well, you can... Or or this other person might be a, a Ryan Quinn pick, too, actually. I, I, okay, I'm wait, torn- go
2: back and pick the first one, then.
1: <laughs> I should pick the first one?
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
1: Ah, <laughs> oh, jeez. This is... This is tough. I'm gonna go with. Oh no, I don't I don't want to. No, I don't want to. I wanted to diversify. I wanted to pick someone on Ica, but I'm not gonna I'm gonna pick Mariah as my as my as my pick cool. i think
2: you misunderstand what a ryan quinn pick is to be honest with you <laughs> <laughs> you didn't
1: have mariah on your radar
2: no mariah was my was my last place person left.
1: last place person
2: yeah absolutely.
1: I, I i don't know what it is about mariah uh i was thinking i was between her and Roxroy. um i thought rox roy is i thought rox roy would be your number one pick ryan And that's what was uh, more driving me towards him. I think Roxoroy is going to be going to be really cool. But I think Mariah, I don't know. She's just giving me a vibe. And she and and my girl, Marianne, are going to team up and run the game. So Ah, I I have hesitation, but there we go. I've said it.
2: Yeah, I
3: mean, I don't have a lot to... uh say on Mariah really um, didn't really stand out wasn't really was on my list here there was two people I didn't write down one of them was Omar um, but as far as Mariah goes where the hell
1: even is she here she's on Taku
3: what's she look like
1: there she is okay. she's on Taku so she'll never lose yeah
3: I mean this could be a person like um, like Tiffany who got a lot of points throughout there and That's we have kind of what I'm thinking yeah, and we have her uh, stay-at-home mom. I did think that she'd be more of a motherly figure, which could go well with someone like a Jonathan, um,
1: who is young, and I, th- I think there's some other young people on that tribe. She said she wants to... She sees all these young women, and she already feels like she wants to take them under her wing and protect them. So I, that was also helped me pick Marianne first, because I was like, great, Mariah's going to like shelter her from the storm. Right, but uh yeah, yeah i'm i'm worried that if taku loses mariah might be might be uh, on the on the chopping block but hopefully it, it it'll be jonathan instead um, but,
4: um i like mariah I, she would have been my pick too um, she oh no i'd what? like to change my pick <laughs> <laughs> what the hell you like <laughs> lindsay too but That's true. um mariah yeah she's got the motherly energy but i think she she's a bit wiser i i like um she seems to have a good knowledge of the game and stuff as well um i don't know how intricate her her strategy is going to be i don't know how many big moves she's going to make but uh, i can see her being somebody very likable that people keep around just because they like them though
2: what worries me about Mariah is in Mariah's interview. She says that she loves Angelina because Angelina was in trouble at the beginning of the game and then slipped under the radar and somehow made it to the end. (laughs) We're underrating Angelina. Maybe that was the, her whole strategy the whole time. I I, I think no matter what you think about Angelina, you cannot say she slipped under the radar. (laughs) (laughs) She did
4: people, people weren't voting for her. Yeah, she yeah. slipped under the radar because she made herself a goat right away. And then people wanted to take her to the end. Which is under the radar. Um and she sure. didn't
2: win. She was she was a she was a real cowboy Rick. She really just kind of hid in the brushes. <laughs> rancher until Rick. the end of the game. She rancher Rick. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I don't think she ever hid under the radar. I think she was very well put on the radar and everyone knew where she needed to land. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly um, in the final two like Mariah. I Mariah, mean,
3: right, Mariah right, is
0: good.
1: she's my Julie Rosenberg.
4: All right. Really? You feel as strong
1: I mean, as you feel I chose
3: feel, I chose her? Julie Rosenberg first overall. That's true. Yeah. I will I will note that. So I don't think that that's I think Marianne's more your Julie Rosenberg. No,
1: Marianne's better. Sorry. Uh, What? Julie Rosenberg made it to the the end. (laughs) Real far. Much like Angelina. She made it real far.
2: I, I don't recall a, a Julie Rosenberg at all. I don't think she was on the season.
3: <laughs> okay. She follows us on merch boot. So I
2: remember no, I remember reading a police report about someone peeing in Central Park. I think is the only time <laughs> I remember the name Julie Rosenberg.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, that uh I remember that as well.
2: Yeah, public um, pisser.
4: So there's four people left and I'm looking at these four people. I don't know who to pick. Um, well, it's not I, your pick. I know. I was just to Fuck off! I know that. All
3: right. Well, it um, sounded like you were about to pick. No, I, wasn't what, about I was. I was worried pick. that you were going to show just, your. Hand. I was
4: just saying. Ryan is has the 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 pick of the litter here. Ryan's picking Roxroy. I think it's a steal at this point.
2: I mean, Ryan's picking Roxroy.
3: Yeah.
1: Okay. 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 I yeah. think Roxroy's a steal at
2: this a name position.
1: alone. Yeah. I. I. I'm so worried. I'm so worried that that I made a colossal error here. And I, I, thinking about it right now in this moment, I feel like I did, but um, I'm not very good at this draft. I used to be, and my my <laughs> senses have uh, dulled. So that's why I decided to go against the pick that I knew Ryan would pick and pick something else so what? I can continue <laughs> my
2: streak. <laughs> you should I did play some pretty expert mind games with.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I think Roxroy is an absolute steal at this position. This is. Uh once again I I'm looking at Ryan's list and I'm seeing a big sleeper list here of just people that could all fly under the radar and quite quite frankly all of four could win at the same time.
4: <laughs> Our first That's
2: what I'm banking on is yeah. all four of them winning at the exact same time. Uh,
4: I like uh, I I kind of forget Rockstar really thing. I remember his big thing was that he wanted to win, right? And like his wife, oh yeah, big thing it. is that is that he wants <laughs> yeah. to win. Well, he's I'm actually like, the, the only, only one all the
2: other season. people. That's yeah, really what sets one. him apart. That's why I think he's really excited. Is he's out there to try and win the money?
1: Yeah, and, and no, and no one else is.
2: To be fair, though, Chris, I
3: did openly draft f- f- as my first overall pick someone that is openly does not want to win.
4: <laughs> 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 Just um,
3: the challenges.
4: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think he'll, I think he'll do... I, I, can see, I can see him bonding with, uh, with Drea, like her, the, them being the two sane people on their tribe and being like, we need to vote out these fucking crazy people. Um, and uh, if, if, that, if that can uh, be a, a strong alliance, I can see Roxroy making the merge and, and, and then going under
1: the radar. I see Roxroy while. being... I see Roxroy being the, the man we were hoping Deshaun to be like constant solid player goes far. Cool.
3: Yeah. yeah
2: I, I actually like Roxroy quite a bit. Um, there was, there was one thing in his interview that kind of set me off and they were talking about um, who do you want to play like? And he said, I want to play like Cochrane because he realized his flaws after the first time he played and came back and did much better the second time. <laughs> So I would like to draft Roxroy now <laughs> and in the future also draft Roxroy yeah, you for got the first next time he plays. He's yeah. like,
4: I'm going to make a bunch of mistakes this time. Man, <laughs> I, I am going to be out first.
3: Now, honestly, great strategy. If you purposely make as many mistakes as possible, you'll know for sure which one of them are mistakes.
4: All I'm saying is ones. that Roxroy better steer clear of Jonathan in all his aussiness. <laughs> that's true there i uh, there's a lot of cochranes this season and jonathan's gonna be angry mm-hmm. so with the with the pick of the litter i have here i have romeo swathy and lydia and i would be very surprised if neither of those three are the first boot of the season <laughs> so i i guess i'm just i'm gonna pick one of them um the thing is i don't feel good about the eka tribe and I have a I have a person from each one of the tribes, and so if I pick one of the two from Ica, which I am inclined to do from the from the pick that I picks that I have, that means I have two on Ica, and I didn't want that. Choose the comedian. No, uh, who's the comedian? Lydia. No, Lydia, Lydia is not a comedian, and we she know is her hero is Kristen Wig. She's a comedian. Uh that Lydia doesn't make is make you a comedian. Well, here's the thing, Joel. Um, <laughs> you know how Lydia- many you how you, how much fucking uh uh stage time I had to do to feel good about calling myself a comedian?
1: Well, yeah. here's well, that's why she isn't calling herself a comedian. She's calling herself a waitress. And also, Joel, you know that she's not going to be scared of anything on the island because her only fear is vacuums. Yeah. She says she's terrified of vacuums. I really don't want to pick uh, her. But I also don't want two people on Ica. Because everyone always chases her with vacuums.
4: I know. I know. That's like a fucking fucked up weird thing to say.
1: You're not uh, going to pick a literal (laughs) animorph? She's going to turn back into her cat-like form, go hunting, be a provider for the tribe.
4: uh, Yeah. Again, weird. I don't want her on my team, so I'm not going to pick her. Even though I don't want two people on Ica, I'm going to pick Romeo. Give me Romeo. I,
3: I think this was the pick, Joel. I okay. think out of uh, who you had left, uh, Romeo was probably the pick. I mean, Romeo could do really well.
4: I'm, I was picking who's, who's most likely to at least make the merge. And uh, that's why I picked Romeo. Well, I think the answer from
3: Ika is Tori, Zach, and Rox, right? What? But- yeah.
4: <laughs> I didn't have the pick. I was talking about from the three people left. <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't tr- saying anything about your people, okay? This is Rox. I is, didn't draft Rox right? Chris, Chris and and <laughs> Chris and, and Ryan. This is what I'm gonna have to deal with for the rest of the season. Just so you know. Him, every chance he gets to lift up the people on his team. Here's what I'm gonna
3: have to deal with all season <laughs> is me saying one thing and Joel going off.
1: <laughs> uh, my Chris, my, and
2: I are just gonna hold hands and talk about how much we respect each other's picks, how great yeah, the season is. Yeah, having well, a really lovely time. On I'm, Ber- I'm on I'm,
1: Moot. I'm really jealous. I'm really jealous on Bergmoot. Yeah, our uh, <laughs> our our uh, sister podcast. Yeah. Um, I, the one thing I, I that I think is interesting uh, to put on my interview police hat again about about uh, Romeo is that uh, his interviews on EW they're the only ones that are taking place at night. So I don't know if that means that he was a potential like late arrival or. Or, or is a vampire and cannot participate in the, in the main challenges. It's one of the two of those things. And so my worry is that if he's only, well, if he's awake only a night, he's got good night vision. He might be able to find those idols when production puts them back into play Yeah, Tony um, style and then can, can just, uh, can just fall asleep and, and sit out for the rest of it. It's going to be a
3: huge disadvantage though, to not be able to attend every challenge. That's true, yeah.
1: Or, or participate in any of the tribe dynamics. Hey, uh, but he doesn't he's to really got
2: he, really to hope his tribe wins the sarcophagus reward challenge, I think. <laughs>
1: That's true, yeah. Or, or even just invites him into the boundaries of the camp. Yeah. I don't know if there, are no, if there aren't walls, if the, the rules are a little bit different, but...
3: <laughs> They're going to have a choice. Would you like the sarcophagus or this delicious garlic <laughs> bread. Garlic, <laughs> please, yeah. guys, don't
4: choose the garlic bread. It's <laughs> delicious garlic bread, ooh, with cheese. I'm, imagine he found he finds out that uh, uh,
1: Swathi's last name is Van Helsing. <laughs> <laughs> now that would be an unlikely duo. People are always trying to find these unlikely alliances. maybe we're going to see a vampire Van Helsing team up
4: much like a much like a coach and uh, Russell's nephew yeah
3: exactly (laughs) that um I think that with Romeo there's a lot of like the eco tribe to me is the most unpredictable and I think with Romeo we could see a big butting of the heads with Tori or we could see a big alliance with Tori um, and that's how I see that tribe going. They seem to be the two most outspoken people on that tribe.
1: Yeah, well, once we'll uh, Swathy's voted out first, um, mm-hmm. Romeo might be the, or Romeo, I don't know if it's Romeo or Romeo. Uh, well, he will be. I think the it's Romero. Mm. <laughs> George R. R. Romero.
4: <laughs> Speaking of people that lived in Toronto, Canadian resident when he died
2: a fun, Romeo? Fact. that's like very fun fact. <laughs> Wait, Romeo? a lot of fun. Thanks for having you guys. <laughs>
3: um, let's go over the teams here because we have now wrapped up and we have um Lydia and Swathy, which I think we with the shots we've traded to them, we've described our opinion enough. Um, but Joel, but hey, Joel,
4: remember who we didn't pick last time? Who was it, Heather? Heather. And Abraham, yeah, yeah. Okay, I guess we, I guess we did okay. <laughs> no, it was Tiffany.
1: It was Tiffany. Oh, it was <laughs> Tiffany. Lion, I was. I, I picked Heather. Yeah. Oh right, it was Tiffany and it was Tiffany and Abraham, which were the two that were up for elimination. Well, apparently not, but that was at least what the edit told us. But
3: anyways, our final teams here. Joel has Mike Turner from Vati. He has Drea from Ika. He has Lindsay from Taku and Romeo
4: from Ika. I honestly feel good about my team i feel good i i do i i like i like the four of them they're they're a fun they're a fun group mm-hmm
3: i think uh yeah you you have all uh vati and Ika. that's right or
4: no, no i have uh oh no Lindsay. you have the Lindsay, I have Lindsay Taku. from Taku
3: okay um so you, yeah you got a spread you have two on Ika. mm-hmm. Uh, And then Ryan, you have Jenny on Vati. You have Omar on Taku. You have Chanel on Vati. And you have Roxroy on Ika. I really regret it.
2: Very happy with this
3: team. Yeah, I I would be pretty happy if I were you too.
2: (laughs) I mean, only only Cody can really see me. I'm really patting myself on the back very hard right now. In, In the back of the costume? In the back of the costume It looks like the donkey is just spanking himself <laughs> But I'm, really... I'm patting myself on the back
1: Nice, you deserve it
2: Hey, thank you So do you
1: <laughs> oh, Well, I didn't pick Roxroy Well, Chris, who you did pick was Marianne from oh, Taku yeah. The Ajax assassin Mischievous Marianne <laughs> You have Hi on Vati You have
3: Daniel Strunk On Vati Get that Strunk life. And you have Maria on Taku. I think it's Mariah. 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 Yeah, don't come for my
1: girl. Yeah. She can, she'll can. she get out first, then, if that's the I, case. I'm, I'm, very, I'm very worried. Uh, my heart pangs for Roxroy a little bit, but I'm, I'm happy with my team. I'm very thrilled I have Strunk. I'm really happy with that. Honestly, yeah. Strunk, you made my decision. I
3: was either going to go Zach or Strunk. And you wouldn't I've, have picked both? Um, I don't think I would have. I don't think I would have went both. Maybe I would have, just out of the love of both.
4: All right, Cody, I, read your team, and we'll get to the winners, winner picks.
3: Yes, this is who I did choose, though. Not who I would have chosen, but who I did. Jonathan from Taku, Jackson from Taku, Zach from Ika, and Tori from Ika. Yeah, you got a good team, Cody. We're feeling Ooh. good about me, huh? Well, other than Cody, Jonathan. you got a great team. <laughs> and, other than, right. Jonathan, other cool. than my number one pick. Yeah. Cody, who's your winner pick? Um, my winner pick, I'm going to go ahead and say right now that it's a Chris pick. Ooh. And I'm going to say that Marianne is my winner pick.
4: Wow.
3: I'm going for Marianne. I'm going for Canada twice in a row. If you don't like that Come fight me, and I will get beat.
1: <laughs> well, that's that's uh, <laughs> that's unfortunate, Cody. Because now I've got to pick somebody different.
0: Hmm. Well, you ju- want, choose you someone can from my same team one if you like. Want. I'll pick someone
1: for you from your team.
3: Yeah, like Jonathan.
1: All right, Chris, your turn. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll pick someone from Cody's team just to return the favor. Um, even though you know that's you know I'm all about that strong life, but you know what I, I what I am going to do? I'm going to I'm going to make a bold statement, and I'm going to say Zach wow i'm getting behind reddit that I, little I, nerd yeah <laughs> i want to kick
2: sand in his face
1: oh my god
3: joel is a total well, jonathan right now i want to leave i want to leave
1: my team open for all of you to pick uh, your winner picks from it so
2: yeah ryan
4: what's your winner pick
2: my winner <laughs> pick is a joel pick i'm gonna sign it seal it deliver it right now the winner of survivor season 42 is drea
3: wow, wow. And you think she's going to do this with her famous Brad Reese-like strategy?
2: Yeah, a lot of running and hiding. Uh, (laughs) A lot of very wild eyes. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I think she's an unstoppable Brad Reese force of nature.
4: Um, Honestly, I
1: I was doubting it until uh, until the Brad Reese was brought up again and now I buy it. My winner pick is Mike Turner.
4: (laughs) I'm going to do it. I don't give a shit. I, oh, to I thought you were gonna pick high. Yeah, I go. No, I wanted to pick someone on my team, and then he took Drea. So, so but now it's now. I it's, mean, now we all
3: trainer. took from each other's teams. You yeah. could and now Ryan has the only one
4: team without yeah. a winner. That's pretty well, now. That's now, pretty now, rude. My, now my my team is looking pretty good. Two winner picks on my team. I
2: <laughs> I think <laughs> I've got described. a team with four winners.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. underestimated.
2: Four real winning personalities.
1: Hey, you know, like it could I be. I forget everyone who's on your team except for Roxroy. Roy.
2: <laughs> I am rocking with Jenny and Omar and Chanel oh, right. as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. I feel good about my chances of winning the draft. Well, <laughs> to all our new listeners, welcome. Thank you
4: so much for coming. And to Ryan and uh, uh, Chris, thank you for coming
1: on the podcast.
2: Oh, thank you very much.
1: Thanks. Uh, yeah, uh, friggin', uh yeah. I, and to I, all our,
4: our returning listeners as well, also thank you. Not I, just to the new people. I do
3: want to say, too, before we leave, because I don't want to leave completely on this note, that Lydia was on my list and was considered to be on
4: my team. So I, I don't want to like, completely... Yeah, I was I don't a little mean to Lydia. She it. seems like a nice
1: person, but I just... Her her vacuum thing. I don't know. It's got to be a joke. If it isn't a joke, well, she's a comedian. That's true.
4: No, she's not. Anyway, do I seem like a total take for keep saying? You do.
1: You do. (laughs) It's you're always bit. like, man, Cody, why are you so mean? And Cody makes like one lighthearted joke. And you're like, ah, oh, Cody. And then you're like, this person, I hate them as a person. Everything they stand for and hope to <laughs> achieve, it, it's not going to happen. I dislike them. <laughs> you, you're you the uh, living embodiment of Cody's hate mail. <laughs> <laughs> well,
4: yeah, I don't know. It just uh, certain things set me off. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's it's a bit. It honestly is a bit. No, I and don't it, think it is. It's, it, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll say this. I'll say this. All the, all the pregame stuff goes right out the fucking window as soon as the show starts because I will... What's canon to me is what the show shows me. And all the pregame stuff didn't happen on the island. So um, I'm, I'm willing to be surprised by everyone we talked about today and I'm willing to be disappointed by everyone we talked about today And uh, because I, my feelings about everyone goes out the window and I watch it fresh like a new viewer, like it's the first time I ever watched the show. Um Well, two people that didn't disappoint was our guest
3: today, Chris and Ryan. Thank you so much for coming on. If you want to follow the podcast, we got all the links to that in the description as well. I want to thank our logo designer, Nick Etherton, um, who keeps our logos up to date. And I'm sure he'll have a new one with us once the colors are more definitive of this season.
4: Of 42. Thank you, Nick. Mm-hmm. Um, All right. Everybody, thanks so much for listening, and we love you, and goodbye. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe. Bye-bye.
1: Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.
4: A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh?
2: Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino.